Undercover Carson, secret agent. Operation Death Ray, an assignment in Rio. Faithful Angelo had been pronounced fit again, so always ready to make an early start on our search for the ancient ruins, the abode of the strange lights that never go out. Chaco had been on this search, and we knew that Chaco was one of the six scientists who'd worked on the death ray project. But even though I'd assured Sir Giles Davenport that I'd not allow myself to be lured into any attractive company, Faye Corelli caught up with me near my hotel. It was the old story, she was being pursued by a man. I was fully prepared to disbelieve it when she pointed him out under the lights of an awning opposite. It was Herman Nagel, the pilot of the seaplane that we'd chartered to take us on our search. What was he doing following Faye? It is true, Monsieur Bruce. I have never seen him before. But uh, you say you know him? So? A friend of yours? Acquaintance. Such nice people, you know. Oh, my dear, what man wouldn't want to follow you? <laughs> Yes, uh, but uh, where did he pick you up? He not pick me up. Uh, your trail, I mean. He start to follow when I leave Blanca Tulipa, where I dance. I see. But uh, left early tonight, didn't you? I intend to go back. But between the dancing, I decide to walk around and look at the shops. Strange thing to do. Why so strange? Well, my dear, didn't you phone me earlier saying you were somewhat concerned to leave the white tulip alone? Men had been following you? And I asked you to come and see me there. But you do not. I decide I will not wait alone. If you come, you'll not find me. I look at all the jewelry in the shops. And our friend followed? Oui, but no friend of mine. Well, perhaps better find out what he's up to. Look, Monsieur Bruce. He starts to walk away. I noticed that. And he walks strange. Carrying quite a cargo, it seems. What do you say? Carry cargo? I've been drinking. Oh, oui. Will that make him stagger? Yes, I don't want to let him out of my sight. Faye, I think you'd better take a taxi back to the White Tulip straight away. You just wish to be rid of me, eh? Great heavens, no. I only want to follow that character. I go then. But on the one condition only. You come to Blanca Tuliper later on. Later on? Right. Promise. Now, let's get cracking. Yeah. Excuse me, old chap. Huh? Where's that? I said, excuse me. Oh, you, Carson, huh? Have, have a drink. Well, might as well, I suppose. Hey, waiter! Waiter! Senor! Get, get this character a drink, huh? Indeed, indeed. What is it you desire, Senor? Uh, scotch, if you have it. Got everything in this dive, Carson? Everything. Then scotch. At once, Senor. At once. So you, so you ran me down, huh, Carson? Well, seems so. Well, <laughs> I don't figure I made it too hard. I'll grant you that, Nagel, and uh, thank you for your consideration. Polite, ain't we? Yodeling, senor. Also, water, or would you prefer the soda? Uh, no, 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 water's fine. There's a stack of change on the counter, bud. Take it out of that, huh? Indeed, senor. Good, good. Hey, you better have one yourself. Many thanks, you know. Many thanks. Well, Carson, wh what's on your mind? Well, I don't like to offend you, old chap. But, offend? Uh, or do anything huh. to uh, 
upset our little understanding. What understanding? You mind your business, I mind mine. Uh, Howsoever, Mademoiselle Corelli happens to be a friend of mine. You were following her. You know, Carson, I figure you've got some mighty smooth cookies lined up. I said you were following her. Sure I was, sure. Well, you, could you blame a guy when, when, when she's got that walking figure? Ah, so you followed her from the White Tulip Cabaret purely in the interest of, um, shall we say, art. Huh? I followed her a mighty long way more than that, bud. Where from, then? You're asking too many questions, Carson. My apologies. Toss off that drink and forget about it. I won't toss it off anyway. Touch of water first. Here we are. Well, old chap, very best. Sure. (coughs) Some scotch. It ain't guaranteed pure, not on this dive. (laughs) It's been knocking me around. Yes, I noticed. Trust you uh, haven't forgotten we're supposed to be flying tomorrow. I'll be all right tomorrow. Oh, old chap, I have every confidence in you. Well, I hope you ain't got too much of your too much of your confidence staked out in that dancer dame. Why, sir? Because I'm telling you this, Carson. I first picked up her trail down there where my plane's moored. What the blazes was she doing down there? I wouldn't know. You, you followed her all that way? I said it, didn't I? Of course, of course. Like I said when we first met, Carson, I don't know why you've hired me. I don't want to know. Just the same as I ain't interested in that dancer, Dame, except that chassis of hers. Now, let's, let's have another drink, Carson. That's, that's all you're getting out of me. That was all I got out of friend Herman Nagel, two drinks. Though it was something to learn that Faye had been playing a double game once again. Yet, looking into those eyes of hers, a fellow could scarcely believe it of her. Nagel seemed to be resenting my presence, so I left, and back to the hotel for an uneasy sleep. Early the following morning, both Sir Giles and I had our doubts about him. Uh, Carson, I do hope he's in a fit condition to fly. Oh, he's the type that makes a quick recovery, sir. Hmm, but even so... Is he to be trusted? Sir Giles, I've come to the conclusion that no one's to be trusted. Least of all, Mademoiselle Corelli. <laughs> Little vixen. It's no laughing matter, Carson. I realize that, sir. Well, don't worry. You're about to set out on what may well prove to be the most vital phase of our search. True, sir. And I'd have been so much happier had you not seen your dancer friend last night. Well, it was her doing, sir. Yes, yes, yes. I, I realize that. It's all so bewildering. I think I'll be relieved to get you away from Rio for a spell. Away from all these women and others and their their shadowy moves. Well, well, sir, inside an hour we'll be out of your hair. Yes. Angelo should be ready just about now. Just about. He's loading everything into the car down in the basement. But I'll entrust this important piece of equipment to you. Oh, two-way radio. Indeed. Compact, portable, with plenty of power. You have the code and directions. Yes, clear on that, sir. (laughs) Angelo believes that evil spirits dwell in every valve. But he's quite capable of letting you know if I'm sending anything through. And uh, what will be the hours to open up, sir? Uh, three times a day. Six in the morning, noon, six at night. Quite a good time in this part of the world, cousin. There are usually church bells ringing. Tends to drown out any crackling or other noise. Uh, six in the morning, noon, six at night. Got that, sir. Good. Ah, here's the rascal now. All is in readiness, Excellency. Good, good. I'll come downstairs to wave you on your way. 
And may Angelo's good spirits fly with you. Indeed, Excellency, indeed. Beautiful Rio de Janeiro was just coming to life as we made our thunderous takeoff in Herman Nagel's two-engine seaplane, then rose high above the weirdly shaped mountains behind the city, then north over the rugged terrain. By courtesy of Commander Julius Grant, Sir Giles' explorer friend, we had three places where a seaplane might land near known ruins of the ancients. But we were searching for two things, the lights that never go out and the secret of a dread weapon of destruction, the death ray. Well, Nagel, old chap, must congratulate you. On the recovery, you mean? Well, that was remarkable. Long years of practice, bud. Yeah, but I mean on the flying time. Uh-huh. Well, the engines are positively singing. I told you she was nothing fancy, but she's certified sound. Yes, I'm delighted, especially with the flying time we're making. Well, oh, let's see. Uh, getting on for midday. What's so special about that? Oh, just uh, time we had a snack. I'll get down aft, or uh, whatever you say, at a flying boat, come seaplane, and have a chat to our Angelo. Anything you like to dish up, old chap, but uh, while you're dishing it, will you keep an ear cocked for anything coming out of this? Si, senor. No, I pray to the good spirits that it will not be the voice of the evil one. <laughs> you may not get a murmur, though uh, if Sir Giles has anything he thinks we should know, he'll send it through. I understand, Senor. It's tuned to the wavelength now, old chap. I'll leave you to it. Joe Nagel, the land grows even more rugged below. Sure does. How far north are we? Oh, getting on for 500 miles. Yeah, good going. Yeah, but it's absolute wilderness. can well imagine unknown tribes of people down there. You can, huh? In fact, I'm told there are white Indians to be found in this area. I just wouldn't know. Yeah. You've uh, not flown over this area before. Now listen, Carson, I thought we figured it out. Then let's stick to it, huh? Well, that's how you want it. Oh, well... Check pipes past the time. Hey, steady on. Anything wrong? I saw one of them pipes in action. Well, this one? Yeah, yeah, arrow shoots out of that false stem. That's well, only a spring, old chap. Very simple. Carson, I'd sooner you didn't go meddling with those pipes on this kite. Well, I can't smoke either. Great snakes, we got the ship overloaded with cans of gas as it is. Oh, don't worry, old chap. Won't light up. Just keep pipe in mouth for old time's sake. I know. Senor Carson. What is it, Angela? The, the evil spirits, they fly with us. What the heck, see? Oh, steady, old chap. I tell you, you've picked up something on the portable two-way. Indeed. The voice of Sir Giles. It's just to warn you that upon this plane there is a bomb. A bomb? Si, senor. It was lodged upon the plane by those who are enemies to us. Nagel, old chap, this is from Sir Giles Davenport. He says there's a bomb planted on this plane. So I heard. Well, old chap, I think we'd better do something about it. It is possible that it will blow up at any moment. Hear that, Nagel? Yeah, but what can we do? Best we land somewhere. Nope. No chance for two hours at least. Not where we are now, only jungle below. Well, there must be something we can do. Search the ship. Otherwise, bud, you and me and your pal, Angelo, are due for a sticky end. Four and a half hours north of Rio, we suddenly learnt that we had a bomb on board. How did it get there? 
I immediately thought of Fecarelli. But meanwhile, where was it? We had to find it, or join the also-rans in Operation Death Ray. <laughs> <laughs> 